What's going on, everybody? It's me, it's me, it's the PRI of me coming at you guys with another episode of the Prime Nostalgia Podcast. And this week, my guest is Mr. Alex Hernandez. <sighs> man, oh man, you got to introduce yourself because this is this is actually kind of big for me. Well, well, first off, thank you for having me on the Prime Nostalgia Podcast with, of course, your host, Prime, who's bringing all the greatness on YouTube, Spotify, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you get your podcast fix. And Prime, you invited me to the show, and I really wanted to do some podcasts, and I guess it just it was great timing. And now uh, oh, yeah. I'm here, man. And people who don't know me, I love to talk about sports, tech, fashion, nostalgia like what we're going to talk about today you know i'm a big oh, 90s yeah. guy big love people can see it in my style on my instagram at mr alex fernandez i got my own weekly show at two legit show t-o-o legit show and if you ask prime man i talk about everything and i just have fun and for people who know me in a previous life oh, i yeah. used to be a, a big gamer on youtube used to play a lot of wwe nba 2k call of duty and I think Prime used to watch me back in the day before I kind of repackaged myself a little bit. So this is yep. really cool, man. You're really going to bring back the nostalgia for me because, you know, that's a completely different person in my eyes. I was way bigger. I was, like, way heavier, not as a happy. And now I'm just, like, a really happy person now. I'm just a different dude. But it's just been crazy stuff, Prime, and I'm just really happy to be here. So I guess we're going to get right on into it. Let's talk about your former life. Let's talk about... Mr. Smalls 99. Let's talk about that guy. Wow. So, uh, Smalls, Smalls 99. What, can I ask you, what, what, what was the series that got you watching me? The series that got me was, uh, I know it was like when you're playing 2K games and you had the Machinima Palooza. I believe all y'all was involved in that. Uh, but I remember watching the, <laughs> it's going to sound funny, the GOAT Brian Scalabrini. Uh, career mode, or whatever you call it on 2K. The White Mamba. You know what's yeah. so Prime? Sorry <laughs> to cut you off, Prime, but literally everybody that remembers me remembers that series. And my biggest regret is not doubling down, tripling down, and quadrupling down on that series, because that series took off like wildfire, and everybody tells me that series was the heat. Yeah, that series was good. And then, of course, I used, you used to play the games with uh, I want to say it was Pulse and Tubby. Oh, yeah. Okay, WWE stuff. Right on. Yeah. Because I'll tell you this. I remember one time you guys had an episode. Oh, not an episode. You guys did, like, a thing. And you were gaming. You had people call in. I called in. And, no uh, yeah, Yeah, I called in. What? And my question was, when did the NWO debut? Or what pay-per-view did they debut on? Oh, my God. Was this on Twitch? No, I think it was on... Maybe it was on Twitch and YouTube. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. But um, <laughs> I only say this because I remember this to this day, which it's probably not a good, but uh, somebody called after me. Okay. And whatever he called, he was like rambling on or try to, I guess, put him put his own self up. Whatever he did. Yeah. One of you, <laughs> one of you guys out of nowhere said, uh, is this the Krusty Krab? And then somebody said, no, this is Patrick. And then I guess you hung up on this guy. And then just start roasting him. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Can you please say that one more time? Let me hold on. Let me see if I got it correctly the first time, Prime. 
This guy rambled on after your fantastic question about the NWO. He's like, I got to get over. I'm going to get my shit in like X-Pac and I'm going to ramble on. And somebody said, is this the cut of Krusty Krab? And then he on the line said, no, this is Patrick. And we hung up on him. No, 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 no. You guys wanted to get to the next caller. Okay. So I think uh, Post said, is this the Krusty Krab? And like Tubby is somebody said, uh, no, this is Patrick, and you guys hung up and just started talking about him after. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like that sounds like our stream, uh, a tubby pulse and smalls 99 stream for sure. I was laughing at that for a good five minutes because I was like, Oh, did they just hang up? And then they just started talking, y'all just started talking about it. I was like, Oh, that is that's hilarious. Oh my gosh, those were the best, those are the best. I love when people called in, and the group stuff was so fun. I don't know if you ever saw that ladder match. With I think it was like Yard, myself, Ooh, okay, okay, Pulse, like and it was and I somehow won that ladder match for no reason, no reason at all. I think I I ran up a ladder, jumped on the ladder, and got the title like in the most stupidest way possible. I started screaming around my house like a madman, but I don't know. That's a, that's here for another day. Yeah, man, it's it's so many streams. I was in like every single stream because uh back then. I didn't have Xbox Live, so watching you guys play and, you you know, inviting people to play with you, I thought that was cool. And then when I finally get Xbox Live, guess what? They move over to PS4, so. Oh. So, so yeah. Well, I was the one guy stuck on an Xbox One, too. I was the one who made the dumb decision to go Xbox One and everybody went PS4, so. <laughs> well, yeah, those those things are always cool. Uh, do you still get, other than, like, the white mom steers, do you still get recognized as Smalls, or have you just, re- like, Totally repackage yourself that they just now call you well, Alex Fernandez. You know, it's funny. It all depends when you met me. Okay. If you met me when I was uh, when I was Smalls, the gamer and all that, then people just still call, there's people who still call me Smalls to this day, right? They don't care that I'm Alex. They'll still call me Smalls. They know me from then. And then, if you've met me in the past year or two, then uh, they know me as Alex because that channel is is not up anymore. You know what I mean? So I can't. It's not like I can just pull it out and. And show people so that really they're just seeing like a new a new a new side of me and I think there's some tidbits here and there like if you go to certain people's channels you'll find some classic footage probably prime but yeah I don't it, it all depends when you met me but like people I think remember my voice yeah yeah because it's, I don't know what it is I don't know if it's if I walk into a room or if I say certain things or phrases or it's just my voice in general but people will just remember me from a series or they'll say, did you used to do a voiceover or something, something? And so, and that's happened before, so. Of course people can remember the white mamba! Oh, like man, that. that was all time. I remember, to piggyback off that, I don't, do you know who Nottis fan is? I've heard of, of, of before. Okay, so Nottis fan turned to sports, to SGU slash Nottis fan. So one time, this is back when the white mamba series was, was heat, was just like, you know, getting good views. He went to a Timberwolves Bulls game. He's from he lives in Minnesota, so he goes to a lot of Timberwolves games, right? So the Bulls were in town in 2012. That's when Scalabrini, Derrick Rose, Joe Kim Noah, right? They all come to town. Uh, uh, SGU asks Scalabrini if he's seen the White Mamba series, right? Yeah, he says okay. he says yes, and he's like, I, I need to get my royalties. So Brian <laughs> Scalabrini, if you're out there. I got the message from my guy, SGU, that you want those royalties. You're more than welcome to come on the Too Legit Show and the Prime Nostalgia Podcast to come, and we will figure out your royalties, and we'll talk about it live on the air. 
Of course. Let's kind of switch gears a little bit. Now, I want to talk about your show Too Legit. First of all, I got to say, I'm kind of upset with you that you don't have MC Hammer Too Legit to quit as your theme song or anything like that. Well, dang, you just gave it. You just gave me the, the greatest idea to do it. Oh, I know I'm you. I'm struggling for like a... some music. I, I've always changed it up every show. I've been struggling for a consistent song, but I do like that. I do like that idea. That is genius there. I'm going to take that. Uh, especially because that's just a song that just, oh, uh, everything about that's like I like. But yeah, that's the first thing I thought of when I started listening. I was like, Oh, this he don't have too legit to quit. How can you not? Oh man, but yeah. Aside from that, though, you I really do enjoy the podcast, enjoy the sports talk, of course. Other than like your first takes and your everybody on ESPN, do you uh-huh. ever know any shows that like talk about sports or podcasts about sports? Probably just like the Bill Simmons podcast. Okay. You know stuff like like stuff like that, but you're right. Everybody, it's 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 all about the TV show. But you just gotta make content. I think at the end of the day, whether whatever you like to, whatever you like to talk about. So I try to put it out on Instagram, YouTube, and then do the pot the full length podcast every week as well. And just you know, I think volume too. So that's and getting some guests. But in terms of watching stuff other than TV, I can't because that's what drives the needle. Prime. It's like whatever yeah. those guys are talking about is gonna carry over across all. Whether I'm pulling it from Bleacher Report or I'm watching yeah. or I'm reading The Athletic or whatever, you know, what they say, that's there's so much research and teams behind that that I have to follow suit with. The, if they're talking about the Cowboys Prime, what am I going to talk about? I got to bring about the Cowboys, <laughs> okay. you know? So they, they move the needle. Stephen A moves the needle in terms of in, in terms of this industry, right? He does so many shows now, and what he's oh. talking about is what's really the leadoff in – like I'm in, I'm in LA, right? He comes on at seven in the morning, right? So if he's on the he's on he's on my TV from seven to nine, and then from ten o'clock to one o'clock he's on local radio. So Stephen A is de- it drives my local market crazy. So I always have to watch those guys and see what they're talking about. Now there's going to be things that I want to talk about, and there's other topics that from I listen to other podcasts like the Prime Nostalgia podcast. Stuff like that that I wanna that I wanna bring it up. So it just uh, I I have to pull from both if you know what I mean. Yeah, I only ask this because um I wanted to know if you have anything like for example, there's a ton of wrestling podcasts. Right. And like you know some people say how can you differentiate from what, who talks about what if every if you know one thing happens in one week of course all the podcasts are gonna be talking about that one thing. Right. So. That's why I wanted to see, like, how do you different, uh, you know, make a difference just, in what you I, talk about. You probably just have to do like a person, either it's your personality or you your show kind of has a gimmick, like the hot, like the first we feast, like the hot wing show, like there's a gimmick there, or it's mm-hmm. just the personality, or like uh, I don't know if you do you know who the schmo is. Yeah, yeah. So the schmo, right? The schmo's been putting in work for two and a half, three years, right? And he mm-hmm. just got white hot off a clip when he was at the UFC press conference. So. There's a part of that too, is like you you gotta be ready for the moment in a way. Like you gotta have your, your content out there, right? And you're gonna go either you go viral or you get the hot interview or you get the right collab. That that helps a lot too. It's like volume and collaboration, I think, is really what separates people on top of like having the personality and being just like a slightly different in what you talk about because the takes also what matter too. Like, are you, you know, it's educational, is it entertainment? Like, what do you want to shoot for? I think that's what that's what differentiates you, all that. 
okay. Because uh, originally I was going to have a wrestling podcast, but then <laughs> uh, at the time I was a part of like a wrestling group that right. already had four podcasts in it. So if I made it, we would have five podcasts in one group. I said, okay, I got to do something different. Right. So I thought I'd do nostalgia since my channel. I do a lot of nostalgia things. So I yeah. thought that would be the smart way to go. And plus, there's not many channels about nostalgia. It's a lot that I like, but it's not many. Like, as wrestling, wrestling has like thousands. Nostalgia probably has like uh, hundreds. So, and, and it's a bigger niche, too. If you, I mean, if you really want to think about it, wrestling is like a really small group. Nostalgia, you can go, you can reach anybody, any age group. Like, you can connect with so many more people, Prime. Yeah. And uh, speaking of nostalgia, this question. I should have asked. I should usually it's my first question, but we're gonna ask it now since we're on the nostalgia part. Yeah, we've just been warming up. We've just been shooting from the head. Oh yeah. Up, so, uh, growing up, what was a typical Friday night for you? Doesn't matter the age. Just what resonates with you on a Friday night that you used to do growing up? Man, I used to love. I used to play uh, high school football. And okay. going to those games on Friday night. and Well, I played freshman. I played freshman football. I was terrible. And I got hits a couple times. I was a little bitch in high school. So I was like, uh, any little thing, I didn't, I didn't want to play, right? I only did it because I thought it was cool. My, my high school was a football factory, right? So I had to do oh, it. Okay. Right? So, so your I, high school was basically in But playing the Thursdays and then going to the games on Fridays and the hype and all that, that was always cool to go Friday night, even games on the road. I always enjoyed watching sports and talking about sports. Wasn't the greatest at football. Uh, baseball was actually my first sport that I truly loved. That was a good. That's a good Friday night. We used to just play after, after it too. Uh, but we'll stick to the Friday night high school right there. Freshman year was pretty dope. Okay, so you basically tried to try to be cool and get the girls, or you just you know? No, I was like, I'm gonna give football a shot, but then you're already like a couple games. You're if you're already like into the season. Right, and you already have the mentality of doing the two-a-days and hanging out with the boys all the time and picking up. Like, you don't want to quit. Like, the people who, who quit, we, we, I heard, you know, you see what kind of happens to them in a way. So it's yeah. like, ah, I'll stuff it out. And then I made it through the season, and that was my first and last season of high school football. <laughs> yeah, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm good, man, I'm good. And then I tried out for baseball. Uh, actually, what's so funny is I walked into – this is a funny story. I actually walked into the men's uh, basketball. I just looked, and I was like, yeah, there's no way. Like, this, I was, I was, that was one of those, like, eyeball ones. And then I did I did baseball, too. That didn't work out well. But, yeah, that's I'm, I was one and done with high school sports. Okay. Well, uh, since we are here to talk about nostalgia, let's just open it up a little bit. Open up the age, you know, just in case people don't know. what kind of shows did you like watching as a kid wow what kind of shows did i like watching as a kid well huh no matter what there was always like Yu-Gi-Oh, digimon and pokemon oh, was always on the tv wait, wait a minute wait a minute i gotta cut you off digimon you at i know i'm glad i'm not alone in this thank you thank what you happened? every time i mention digimon they say oh Pokemon is better. Oh, we never watched Digimon. We don't care about Digimon. Listen, Digimon needs love too. I like I like both of them. I really enjoyed both of them. Like I I still remember the song. Digimon, digital monsters, Digimon are the champions. Digimon, digital, digital monsters. monsters. Yeah, digital. come on, man. What are we doing? Like there was there was Space Form, and like I was a really spoiled kid. 
So I was able to, I was able to get like whatever. Like I would get all the Yu-Gi-Oh cards, or I would get the Pokemon cards, and I would get, and I would get the Digimon stuff. You know what I mean? Like I always remember that they were dinosaurs, and yeah, it was Digimon deserves love, man. They had, they had a little piece of the pie for sure. So there was, oh, was yeah. that era, the Pokemon Digimon. Remember Yu-Gi-Oh? Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh came on in the morning when I used to yes. before I used to go to school. Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh was early mornings. That that's for sure. I'm trying to remember, like, if you want to. I think really... it was like Yu-Gi-Oh and Blade Blade for me, but yeah. Oh, okay. And then if we want to turn back the clock even more, we got to talk like Rocco's Modern Life. Oh yeah. That was how. That was Heat. Rugrats. Loved Rugrats growing up. Uh, Gola Gola Island. When that fucking. Really. When that okay. was on this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When that fucking frog would come out of nowhere. Man, I got lit. It was, it was, that was like my shit. And then like, I don't know, I don't, I don't remember if they fed him. Uh, hey Arnold, I remember Hey, hey Arnold, Arnold. Like, every, every person's head was shaped like an object. Like Gerald, I think, the dude with the giant, the giant uh, hair, the tall hair. Yeah. You know, he, his head was shaped like a soup can or something. I remember this for some reason. This, there was, <laughs> there was like a thing. And then everybody like Arnold, Arnold's head was a football, right? Yeah. Everything, everybody had an object. That was the whole thing. And then that's, yeah, woo, that was some good times. I remember watching that. Coming on television, that was on television. But I, I wasn't a big, I was a bigger, like, gamer than I was a TV guy. Ah, okay, okay. So wh what were your systems when you were younger? First system was from my grandpa. It was a Sega Saturn. Ken Griffey Ooh. Jr. was my first game, I believe on a console. Grand Theft Auto was my first game, period. I remember playing overhead. For people who, the OGs of Grand Theft Auto remember that prime, that it was like an overhead style game. Okay. Right? Like super retro. It wasn't the terrible graphics, and when you would shoot people, it would just be like a little, it would be like little pixels, like putting people out. And the cops would just wear blue, and then the, and you would just be wearing your normal, like, I don't forget if you're a white shirt or a yellow shirt, but that was like the original game. Back to consoles, Sega Saturn, and then I bumped it up to a PS1. Okay. I was a Sony okay. guy. I was a Sony guy my whole life. I was a Sony guy until at 360. Ah, okay. 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 So I was a PS1. PS2, greatest console ever made was the PlayStation 2. Nothing beats that library. Except for when your memory card don't act like it don't want to work. Look, man, you want to you wanna talk about some, 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 you've probably done this, Prime, where you, you leave the game on pause. But you leave it on for like the whole weekend because you don't yeah. have space in the memory card or you don't have a memory card and you just pray to God that like your mom doesn't unplug it, right? Or turn the lights off and you and you lose your spot. That's 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 nostalgia right there. See, it's different from the day, because like the day if you leave it for like an hour, it turns off. So mm. usually like if if you have any system, it'll, it'll automatically shut itself off. Not PS2. They gone for like a month, a whole month, and it's still, it might what? not work, but it still be old. Yeah. Dude, I used the PS2 for everything. I used to play CDs in that PS2. Everything, man. That was that was a great console. Yeah, I did love PS2 as well. 360, PS2 and 360 were like my two, like those ones I really liked. Those are my joints too. Those are my those are my joints right there. I love I love those. What was your what was your favorite PS2 game? Oh. Uh... Honestly, I'm gonna say SVR 06. 
Oh, oh see, uh, everybody loves that game. Because, like, to me, it's fun when you play by yourself and when you play with other people. I kind of like those games where you can play both. Right. Um, like, now the games, I, I don't have fun playing by myself. I don't have, I don't enjoy playing, like, a whatever kind of match if I'm playing, you know, only me. If it's yeah, me and cousin, now, right? You said what? That's the problem now, Prime. I totally yeah. agree with you. They, everything is catered to the multiplayer. Dude, I remember renting a freaking uh, wrestling game where there was no mercy or something. That didn't matter. I'd rent that thing from Blockbuster. I would play the shit out of it by myself. Mm -hmm. It was great. Now, it's all catered towards multiplayer and online and, and, and VC and all that other jazz. In my opinion. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I guess we can go right on into it. Uh, talk about some wrestling a little bit from the old days. Not that old, but you know. Um, what is your like earliest memory or your first memory of getting into wrestling? The Rock throwing Stone Cold's title under the ocean. <laughs> that's it. That, that's like, I remember why my man was looking in the camera sunglasses at night. I think he had sunglasses at night on, if I remember correctly. He may, he may have not. Not very detailed. So. Nevertheless, I may have to pull it up right now to, 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 really, to really sink it in. But I, what I remember is he looked in the camera, he had the fancy shirt, and then he threw the title into the ocean. That was my first professional wrestling memory. I really just watched WWF, loved The Rock, loved Stone Cold. Uh, I really had a hard on for Kane, too, because Kane was just such a, just such, such a beast, man. Kane was awesome. And, and under, of course, the I, NWO was cool. Of course. But the NWO, I had to, like, rewind into it a little bit. I had to really back. Remember, back then, there was no YouTube. You couldn't really, if you missed something, you really missed something. You really you missed it. Yeah, you couldn't. You either had to hear about it from somebody, or you just like, all right, that's all right, I missed it. Exactly. Wait a minute. No, yeah, it was. The, he, yes. Yes. I'm watching the clip right now. He had the sunglasses <laughs> on at night, Prime. It was the, the smoking belt title, and he didn't have a fancy shirt on. He just had a tracksuit on, and, yeah, he threw Stone Cold off the bridge. April 12, 1999. That's my first wrestling memory. It seemed like they kept going back to that bridge, because I remember Stone Cold threw the rock over. Or was, did he throw the rock over? He threw the rock's title over. Yeah. He, the rock. he threw the rock's title over, and then they did the Stone Cold and the rock when he threw it over again. And then I think Kurt Angle and Stone Cold were doing something he threw uh, Stone Cold over, too. Yeah, I mean, they just kept using the bridge. It was a good yeah. gimmick. That's one of my favorite gimmicks, Prime. I think the the the, the bridge and the supermarket those are up there. Oh, oh, of course. I like um the the stone the Stone Cold and the Rock and DX, and he was like a this. I'm not Stone Cold. Do I look like Stone Cold? No, he looks like Stone Cold. And Stone Cold is in the uh I don't even know what that is. It's a construction truck. When she's about to blow the DS Express. That moment is good, too. Oh, that one's good, too. Like, I get to a point where I can, like, quote certain promos because it just, it's just memories to me. Oh, man. I so, always love The Rock's promos, man. Like, do you like pie? Like, the pie one was a huge, huge one for me. I used to say that to people at school for some reason. Like, the pie one was hilarious to me. And they didn't know what you were talking about? <laughs> Man, they'd be like, what the hell are you talking about, man? And then I'm surprised I never wore a fanny pack because The Rock was rocking fanny packs in 1999. The Rock, I don't know how he's how he's so smooth when he does it, though. 
He's just a, a great bro. Like he was great twenty years ago, and to this day, he still does it, man. He doesn't need yeah. any hair. He's got it. Man, The Rock is just. So The Rock is like your favorite promo guy. Yeah, for sure, man. I used to I used to watch him a lot. He was awesome. Austin was Austin was too, man. Austin was a different because I love it when Stone Cold his music would just hit and he would <laughs> he would just clear out the ring. Those are my favorite parts of Stone Cold. His music would come, he'd be just blasting his mouth off and then just stunners ten people. Like that's no the best. Beer. And then beer, we're done. Those are the funniest ones. Kurt Angle was good too with his milk truck. But you know, I was a big rock and Austin guy, for sure. I've seen a I've seen a meme on Twitter that said the best quarterback wide receiver duo is the person that throws the beers to Austin because he catches them every time. Man, that's that's a tight in tight windows too. Yes, yes, especially from like from the bell keepers area all the way to the stage, and he throws it that far. I'm like, man, okay, that's that's talent. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna switch gears again. We're gonna come back to wrestling. We're gonna switch gears again because. I got it. I got a. This is sports thing. Talk about Jalen Ramsey. Just so I, I am from Jacksonville. Okay. Not, not there anymore. He left the Jaguars. I was like, dang, that's kind of, um, kind of hurt everybody. But how do you feel about him in the Rams? What do you think he'll do with the Rams? Hmm. Well, he wasn't going to get paid by Jacksonville. Right. Or, yeah, we we know that we had too many people to pay. Right, him I would have paid him before I paid Miles Jack, but that's just my opinion. But I think a lot of people believe that this upcoming draft is cornerback heavy, and they feel like you can always get an, a nice corner in the draft at any point. So they let Jalen go for what it was it it was a at least a first and a third, right? Is that was the that was the trade? I believe. Or yeah, first and a third, or first and. A, I believe, yeah, the first and third. Yeah. It was just one, right. So he, they, they traded, and look, he's a lockdown guy. They needed somebody back there. They're going to pay him. He's a stud. His go-yard backpacks and his swag will really work out here in L.A. L.A., you win with stars and paying people big. So I would have definitely, uh, I, I would have done the same thing if I was either Philadelphia or Kansas City or who ended up winning it was the Los Angeles Rams. I think it was a great move for L.A., uh, they obviously are playing under a different salary cap than everybody else because they're paying Jared Goff, they're paying Todd Gurley, they're paying Aaron Donald, and now they're paying Jalen Ramsey next year. Now they have some flexibility right now because they got rid of Peters and Tlaib. So we'll see what we'll see what's up, man. We will uh, interesting to see what happens with that money. But I love the move as a whole. Okay, okay. I mean, who do you think had the best you know trade this year? Like before the trade deadline. I say maybe Jalen Ramsey is the best one, but I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me being biased. I think Emmanuel Sanders really could help 49ers. Just yeah, that wide, that wide receiver core is terrible, and he makes them respectable. And I'm not trying to be rude or mean or dismissive, but when you compare it to the even their own uh, division, the NFC West, it's uh, it's not good. The, the team is 8-0, but dominant run game, dominant defense, and Jimmy G is making the throws he should make. Jimmy G isn't making throws that – we're expecting Aaron Rodgers to make. Jimmy G is making the throws that he should be making. So the Niners are moving well, and now they have Emmanuel Sanders, and that's a great move. I wonder how much money they have left to even pay for somebody else or, or uh, you know, in the offseason. Maybe look out and make a move for A.J. Green or something. 
in the offseason. But I, I think I agree with you. That's a great move. Mohamed Sanu. To oh, yeah. It's a good, oh, quiet move because Sanu has is he has another year on top of this one on his contract. So that that he'll he'll be he will be there <clears throat> next year. And I know uh Josh Josh Gordon went to the Seahawks, even though he's you know kind of still yeah, covering that, stuff. That was a waiver wire pickup too. That's a pretty good one. I'm, Russell Wilson wanted Antonio Brown as well. So that I mean, why not at this point? It's just they he wanted some wide receiver help and they're really going for it. San Francisco has a great defense. Jalen Ramsey's on the Rams. And the Cardinals still have Patrick Peterson, so you do need that uh, over-the-top threat. Yeah, man. It, uh, so, who do you think is – I I know it's probably too close to say, but who do you think is at least have a chance of winning it all? Oh, well, my prediction at the beginning of the year was the Green Bay Packers. So, I'm still going to stick with them. I know they look putrid. They look terrible. On Saturday, Prime. I mean, on Sunday, rather. Well, they were they were, they were having fun on Saturday. They were probably out at Nobu. Remember, <laughs> hanging out in L.A. on a Saturday night. When you live in Wisconsin for half of the season, and you get to come out to sunny Los Angeles, where it's a beautiful 82 degrees all November. Uh, they go to Nobu. They go shopping. They go they go have some friends over for some drinks. They do th- they they have some fun. Come come Sunday at one o'clock. Ah, they're not going to perform as as well as they should. So I'm going to let this game pass. I still think the Packers are going to win it all. I really wish they would have made a move for Melvin Gordon. I also wish they would have really? tried to book tires Melvin. for A.J. Green or Odell Beckham. But I don't think Melvin Gordon has been the same ever since he, he got number 25. Well, Mel, what do you mean? Because Melvin Gordon, he, he he's starting to warm up in the last game. Well, he's starting to, but like, I don't know if you seen his interview. He said the reason I'm coming back is because we're like one and three or something like that. And he's he since coming back, he hasn't changed changed anything. Yeah, and he fumbled at the goal line too, which is pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everybody was thinking like uh everybody was saying that Tom Brady is gonna get Odell because they, they had a talk. I'm like, they just need to calm down. I knew they weren't gonna trade Odell, uh, the Browns. So yeah. They have bigger problems. Too. They need to figure they, it out. They need to just trade Odell to Washington for, for Trent Williams. I feel like that's the trade that should have happened. The biggest should have trade is Washington sending their linemen to Cleveland, Odell going to Washington or Green Bay or the Raiders or something, and then picks going back to going back to Washington. But, you know, we'll see what happens. And then Williams, was he was back on IR. He had that, that, that misdiagnosis. So pretty wild. Yeah, it's a pretty wild season. Uh, have you been any for looking to the NBA season? Like, have you just been ready and now that it's here, you can't wait? Or how is that for you? Yeah, you know, I love, I I enjoy a good basketball game over a good football game. You know what I mean? I'll do. I love watching. There's and then now there's duos on every team, uh, and all teams are like, every team is watchable now. Even Phoenix, a team we thought was going to be terrible, arguably the second best team in in the in the league right now. They have the second best net efficiency. Devin Booker's an animal. They're they, yeah, they're well coached it. right now. They just beat the Sixers last night. Mm-hmm. Even that's Memphis with John Morant. They they are going toe to toe with Houston, Miami. Unbelievable surprise. Maybe Charlotte is the only team you avoid. Other than that, everybody's watchable. Even the Warriors, who literally have a G League team out there in their billion dollar uh, arena, they're watchable watchable because that uh, second round pick is dropping thirty points a night right now. Yeah, I think he's going to be big for them. 
Yeah. Uh, especially with Draymond out, Steph out. What happened to uh, D'Angelo Russell? Uh, he has an ankle tweak, but it's so funny. Uh, that he, it's funny that you mentioned uh, Draymond Green Prime. I think Pascal is is Draymond's replacement. Not this season, but maybe the next season if he develops. And then they they flip Draymond with about two years left on his contract to a contender. Because I think Draymond can make a team an instant contender still when two years down the road. I never, I know that I felt like I still feel like they needed somebody other than Draymond at the power forward. Like Draymond is a good power forward, but I, he's not that big. You know, they need. Oh, he's they still need five. Yeah, but they like it seemed like their team was small. Like they played real small. Sometimes. Well, if, if you saw in the preseasons and all this other stuff, and, and in the first game of the year, big teams just gobbled them up. Like, yeah. if you have size, you just destroyed Golden State down low. It, it seems like basketball is getting more into positions. I don't know, though. I, I feel like the big man is kind of coming back in a way. You know, Davis was getting a lot of touches in the post. They were using different dudes down low. I kind of like to see that instead of the, the, the Warriors era of, you know, five out, everybody chucking it from 25 deep. They use everybody. The the uh, the Lakers use like Dwight Howard, Anthony Davis, JaVale McGee. Pretty sure when uh whenever Demarcus gets back, he's gonna be in that that group of them using like they big men are doing excellent. Yeah, th- this is no offense to Dwight Howard, but we got Dwight Howard off the scrapyard for like three cents on the dollar. Nobody thought he was gonna do anything. Boogie goes down, and Joe Kim Noah is not good at his open workout. Here comes Dwight. And now Dwight and AD have the, like one of the highest defensive ratings when they're together on the court. I mean, Dwight turned back the clock yeah. against San Antonio, 14-13 with two blocks. I'll take that any day of the week. Dwight is going to start pretty soon. I mean, JaVale McGee has not been the same since he was sick last year and he had to miss a, a week or two of games. He hasn't really performed to the level that the Lakers have expected. Dwight is just a nice addition. He's playing his position. Like a, like a, he's just PYP playing his position, saying the right things, and I love it, man. This is maybe his back is healthy. He just likes the maybe he's doing a lot of hot yoga like myself, eating vegan. He looks like a guy who's eating healthy and doing a lot of yoga, and maybe like you know chilling on the beach in his off days. Prime. He's just really in a good place right now, and I love it, man. This is 2012 Dwight. You know this guy was this guy was on his way to getting a statue built in Orlando, right? But he he uh, he was just. Maybe he wanted more. He got. He wanted. He he was a three-time what defensive player of the year, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. Three. He's a Hall of Famer. Whether we any way you cut it, he's a Hall of Famer. Three-time defensive player of the year, top five MVP. Took a team to the finals. You know, and that team was built for him. And, and every other situation, huh? No, I was just gonna say. I think if he would have like, do you think if he would have like after Orlando, he would have just said, "All right, I'm done." You still think he would have gotten the Hall of Fame? Because I think he still could have. If he retired today, well, or if he retired, if he never, if he retired before he went to the Lakers, yeah, if he would have retired before he went to the Lakers, he's still a Hall of Famer. Yeah, okay, that's what I was trying to. Okay, see, because I think all his years with Orlando like helped him tremendously. His body of work in Orlando is unbelievable. Yeah, you know, it's like Barry Bonds was a Hall of Famer before he left Pittsburgh. He was a Hall of Famer as a Pirate and a Hall of Famer as a Giant. It's the same thing with Dwight. I, I still the only thing that bothers me about Dwight Howard is that he doesn't have number twelve. He has number thirty nine. That's the only thing that bothers me. I know D thirty nine. I mean, he's just I don't. Who knows? Maybe it's something sentimental to him. Maybe he's playing for somebody. 
I, I don't know, but I dig it. I just maybe he just didn't want to have that D12 attachment, you know, because that's, that's the first that's him that. though. That's him. And he was already playing for the Lakers. So should you go back to your team that you had the number with already? Oh, that's something that just and all the like, people that had old White Howard jerseys and the Goodwill, they they you know what I mean? I was they could have brought those back. Oh man. I want to go back to uh wrestling for quite a minute. Have you been following up with anything? Like, are you aware of the, you know, the the little war that's going on? You you following that closely or what? I mean, I've been I've been I've been sprinkling here and there. I I, I watched Brock Lesnar and Kane, and then I heard Tyson Fury and Braun Strowman was was all right, but I haven't really been watching the product at all. Like on a on a pro, I, I watched maybe a couple minutes of it when I was on Fox, but other than that, well, no, depending on which minute. I haven't kept up with the product, but I know Rey Mysterio is facing Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series. That's something I'll definitely watch because Brock has always been fun with little guys like that. So that will be something I will be intrigued to watch. And I know NXT took over SmackDown one night, and it was really good. Other than that, don't really know much. Okay, well, I think as a well, I guess you can say you're like a just a regular fan. You're not like a follow. You don't follow. I think you may want to watch Survivor Series coming up, personally. Okay. I think for a lot of people that don't watch NXT, it will put them on the map and it will give people like a newfound love for NXT, personally. Okay. Yeah, because the, the match is gonna NXT is going to be at Survivor Series this year. Like, they're going to have like a part of it. It's going to be NXT versus Raw versus SmackDown. Ooh, I like that. So already we got the all the women. Elevates NXT. Say it again. That elevates NXT in my eyes as a casual now. Yeah. Like it's like yeah, oh cool, it's on par with with this with these guys. Yeah, that's what I like about it. And all the champions are well. So far we got all the women's champions facing each other and all the uh, tag champions facing each other. So as all all they did was set up those two matches, and those are going to be good because all those tag teams are great and all the so, women's women's matches are great so I'm telling so, you be on the lookout are we going to get Adam Cole versus Seth Rollins then we actually got that last night oh shoot oh yeah was it good well they had to hold back for TV so it could it, it right. have been better but uh from what from what I saw it was good and then uh, of course on Friday it was Daniel Bryan versus Adam Cole as well which was great oh, wow. really getting rubbed yeah, the only thing that upsets me is that they're, they're doing these pay-per-view matches or could be WrestleMania main events on SmackDown. But I'm still loving it. I'm not complaining. Yeah, I think because it's Fox, you know, they really want to they really want to get those ratings up for Fox in the, in the beginning, in the honeymoon phase. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know how they're going to do the cha- NXT champion versus uh, the WWE champion. Brock is defending his title. And Bray Wyatt is just a super villain. So I don't know how he's even going to fight. I heard they cut Bray Wyatt's balls off in this character again. Did that really happen? Wait, that did what? I heard, like, this Fiend guy is supposed to be awesome, and then they kind of just they shit the bed with him again. Well, uh, not it, they had, like, a match, and like, he was supposed to win, but they stopped the match because I don't, I don't know how you can get disqualified to stop a match in the Hell in a Cell when uh-huh. that's the whole point of no disqualification. Right. So people didn't like the ending. Especially, they didn't like the Fiend winning, and they didn't like that it stopped because you, you're not supposed to stop it. And that was the second year in a row that they 
you know, stop the match in the Hell in the Cell. Got it. Then he fought again, and like the match even is not even good because you know Seth Rollins finishes the curb stomp. Right. Dude, dude hits about twenty curb stomps in the match, and the Fiend gets right up. No <laughs> I love it. I, I love it. I love it. But like now, it's like who can beat this dude? He he literally fell from like the top of the stage onto like you know they had the pyro and everything on fire, and he sat up like a you know like uh, the Undertaker or something. Okay. So was, they basically turned him into a super villain because how who can beat him? Now he he literally no sells finishes on concrete. How can you beat him? Comedy. <laughs> So yeah. So how many F fives does the fiend eat then? Say it again. How many F fives does Bray does the fiend eat? Well, it depends on how many Brock feel like giving to him. Uh, <laughs> but I say at least seven to eight. He no sells about six and a half. Damn. <laughs> Cause like some over here like get right back up from the curb stomp, but then some curb stomps he kick out at one. So you know maybe the curb stomp just isn't a good finisher anymore. And maybe they want to phase it back out. <laughs> so, um, pretty sure it was a pedigree, right? It was a pedigree because they banned the curb stomp. Uh, so he's gonna have to bring back the pedigree. He brought it back too. He hit the pedigree on him too. And he kicked out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Seth Rollins is gonna have to do like a like a pile driver or something. Um, I don't know what he's gonna add. Like he uh he said he's not changing his finisher. So anybody that loses to the curb stomp is basically kinda buried because this dude kicked out of like eleven curb stomps at one. <laughs> and I'm not talking about like he curb stomped him and then pin him. No, he curb stomped him, went to the rope, curb stomped him again, literally ten straight times. So you know. That that's what happens when you're the fiend. Sure. Uh, I want to talk about some movies real quick. I want to just I want to bounce off of everything in your nostalgic memory. So, um, man. Talk about some movies. What kind of movies are you? Were you interested in? Or do you like? I'm talking about now, not even as a kid, just now. Now? Yeah. You know, there's not a lot of movie. I never go to the movie theater anymore unless it's with a unless it's with a like a date. But like, I don't really like. I don't see the point of going to movie theater because I'm. I got like a nice setup in my room right now with like a, you know, but like I have, I re, you know, movies I really love right now. Oh, I what? really love the fat, the Fast and the Fury, anything Fast and the Furious, uh, and anything with The Rock. I don't care how subpar The Rock's movies are, right? It doesn't matter which how, it doesn't matter which one it is. I am gonna watch it at a theater or I will watch it at home. I love those movies. That's really, I mean, that's I always watch The Rock movies and then. I'm not a big, so I'm not did a big you, like Avatar guy, Lord of the Rings guy, Harry Potter was what you know, what cool, cool. I'm not, you know, I, there's not like any other series that I'm like, damn, I gotta go see it. Except maybe like Rush Hour. If they made another Rush Hour or the new Bad Boys, I'll definitely watch those. They're making a new Coming to America, so I may just go with the with that and go to the movie theater and watch it like that too. Uh, did you enjoy Hobbs and Shaw? You know what? I have not seen it. Oh, but, okay. but this is a great plug because it drops today on digital. So, depending how my weekend looks, either I'll watch it here or you know, we'll figure it out. But I'm definitely that's in the queue because it now just dropped on digital, so I have to okay. watch. Okay, 
everything. So what's your favorite rock movie then? The the Tooth Fairy. Tooth Fairy, really? Okay. No, 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 no. Oh, I was about to, I was about to, I was about to ask a further wow. question. It, it, this is, it's also my favorite Fast and the Furious. It's Fast Five. It's the first wow, okay. one he did. Okay. When they're in Brazil. That's just like that's my favorite rock movie. I also like the one where he's like a a, a dad, he's a football player. Oh, the game plan. That's what it's called. The game plan. Yeah, yes. I like the game plan as well. I thought that was great. I, it showed some versatility. Um, San Andreas was cool because it was so over the top. Of course, really, like a rock movie is. I love it. The Rock is a pilot, but he saves people. Like, helicopters, uh, like, why not? Sure, why not? And yeah, then we'll go with that. We'll go with Fast Five. That's my favorite rock movie. I'm trying to think of the movie that, uh, what is it called? I can't even think that he had, he was like an amputee. He <laughs> oh, and that's San Andreas. No, 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 no. San Andreas is with the plane and the earthquake. Yeah, earthquake, and he's a pilot, and he's like a helicopter pilot. One of them, he has one leg, he's trying to climb a building. What? Yes, he he has one leg climbing the building. I have never seen this. Do we have a a, thir- a stagehand here? Where is this? Wait a minute, I I had to look this up now. Somebody pull this up. I am looking it up as we speak because I he has so many. The Rock with one leg. He has so many rock, movies. I remember I The Rock flexing out of a cast. <laughs> that happened. Yeah, that was in Furious Seven. Yes. So the, he did the rock bottom and like through a table. To a dude, and then get kicked out of a building five stories up. Yeah, he was he was in his cast. He's like, you know what? Forget this cast. I'm a, I'm gonna go to work. Yeah, daddy <laughs> gotta go to work. That's the that's that's my favorite Furious movie, Furious Seven, just because of how outrageous it is. You know, what, you know, this is and this is a public service announcement. I'd love to work for Seven Bucks Productions and the Rocks Company. I feel like his like mood, his meetings, his his like pre, okay. All right, guys, how do we make this even more ridiculous? No, 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 no. Seriously. Another one. No, 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 no. Let's, okay, okay, I like this. I jump out of a helicopter on fire. Okay, how do we take this to another level? How do, we have CGI, guys. Like, seriously, that, that's the Rock's meetings, for sure. I could swing from this while jumping out the helicopter, and then I could swing myself over to that boat over here, and then the boat's going to catch on fire. I'm going to swim all the way to shore. You're going to get a shot of me just swimming all the way to shore. Something like that. <laughs> Something. I mean, look at oh. Ballers. The last season of Ballers was so amazing because it just did not make any sense. That's just the Rock stuff, man. I love it. The, the movie with the Rock is called Skyscraper. Skyscraper. I have never seen Skyscraper. He he tries to climb the world's tallest building, which is 240 stories. Okay, get this. He's an F, a former FBI agent and U.S. war veteran who now assesses security for skyscrapers. Who who comes up with that? What who, who wrote that? Look, I tell you, I, I seen the movie, right? And now he's in China. Yeah, he's in China. Yes, he's what? in China. <laughs> How, what? You know, China. You know, China gave him a good bag for that one to, put, to say that the game, the, the the movie was in China. Because if you if you see the synopsis, what would you think the movie is about? It's not about that. <laughs> okay. I'm thinking, hold on. I, have, I haven't seen a second of this movie. All I see is the poster, which is him hanging off a building that looks like it's on fire. So from what I gathered is that this, this building catches on fire and he has to save somebody. Yes, that is it. 
But oh! oh, it's all the rock always has to save somebody. Yeah. Always. That's how you know. Oh, what's this movie about? The rock saved somebody. Boom. I just saved you an hour and 40 minutes of your time. The rock saved somebody, more than likely a female, because he's gotta have a female co-star, right? Or he's a very popular man. And the, but there's a female in in between. But The Rock always saves somebody. He leaves the, the he he always sends the people happy, whether it's WrestleMania or it's uh, a PG thirteen movie. He's gonna send you home happy. Of course, because everybody, look, this is one part I'm just gonna have to spoil because it's a Rock movie and it's ridiculous. Of course, Adam, everybody on this helicopter. <laughs> everybody on this two hundred and forty story building, and of course, only three people left in the burning building, and that's his family. Of course it is, right? Of course. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Only three people live in this building? No. Everybody escaped the building because of the fire. Oh. Except, except for those three people in his family. Because, of course, they didn't be the only ones that escaped. How did they not escape? Or were they, like, on the top floor? Uh, it's a long story. They wanted to kill him, basically. <laughs> what? <laughs> It's a long story. <laughs> is 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 Pain and Gain the only movie that The Rock doesn't save somebody? Uh, does, does he save? Any, does he save Mark Wahlberg at any point? Well, I think. Um, what's the movie? No, he saves somebody in Baywatch. Never mind. Yeah, uh, yeah he saves drowning people. Uh, is uh, Central Intelligence? Does he save anybody? Oh, with Kevin Hart? Yeah, the Rock movies literally are the same thing. I think he plays the same dude with a different name every time. (laughs) He either saves somebody or he has like a nice, like, come from behind story, or and he 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 like like he punches somebody and it's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I I think the most ridiculous save that the Rock has done is Rampage. Hold on, I'm gonna go look at his filmography real quick. Because th- he sa- he he saved a gorilla, right? What? <laughs> Not Wait. only is it a gorilla, is the gorilla a size of King Kong? Is what he Wait saved. a minute, what movie is this? Rampage. He saves King Kong. It's an albino gorilla. He saves. He saves King Kong's cousin. <laughs> it's, it's oh yeah this yeah this is a. Uh... Now that we talk about it, it's like, yeah, these movies are ridiculous. I hope you do realize that The Rock was nominated for Best Actor in a Comedy for Central Intelligence. That movie was actually very funny. Okay. He was a, uh, he was a, he wasn't The Rock in that movie. He was kind of like a, uh, a kid. He, he, yeah, he's kind of like a. I can't even find Rampage on uh, on uh, his his, his uh, uh, filmography. Oh, there it's it is. So long, you have to scroll down all the way. <laughs> Last year, man, he saves. Oh a... God! And the tagline is "Big meets bigger." Can you? You know what? The Rock. They talk about creating your narrative. The Rock is like God, dude. He is. Oh my God! This is amazing. That's that's kind of like how when he came out of Central Intelligence, it was like uh, I forgot what Kevin Hart's character name was. It was like he's gonna need help 
Chrome. Oh, they were big <laughs> the movie made $430 million. Of course. Rampage did. Of it, course. The, it cost $140 to make, right? So the movie made $250 million. The Rock! Dude, how much do they pay? I wonder how much of the $140 million is The Rock's cut. The Rock has got to be making like $50 million of a movie at least. But the thing is, though, it's like with his movies, the more ridiculous they are, the more people go see them because of how ridiculous they are. So that's yes. why he keeps making them. Yes, because it's like he's just—it's—he's just like I'm gonna just make movies as pro wrestling as possible. It's like pro wrestling without the ring. It's like what was the name of the match that Matt Hardy had? Like the final uh, deletion. Yeah, what, what was that thing called? I think the ultimate deletion. One of those. He has a lot yeah, of them, but yeah. Well, he kind of just made his own thing. That's what The Rock does, but with movies. <laughs> and he has a big budget, too. So Yeah, The Rock has $100 million to play with. Oh, I got one. One movie that I know for sure he didn't save anybody is Fighting With My Family. It's a wrestling movie. Oh, yeah, well, but that's based on somebody else, though. He's not. Is he, is he in the movie? Yeah, he's in the movie. As himself? Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. He has to be somebody to save somebody. Okay, I guess. I guess. Because if he's just The Rock... Oh, he's the rock. Okay, cool. <laughs> Does he save anybody in Jumanji or the Jungle Cruise? Jumanji, he well, actually, technically he doesn't save people, they just had to get out. So technically, I guess you can count it as not saving anybody. Mm. Um, this is actually kind of weird to see how many movies he saves somebody in because it's all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Literally all of them. <laughs> all of them. Even in the game plan, he saved his team from, from going to the championship. Uh, he was in Why Did I Get Married? That's all right. <laughs> this man. Is The, the Rock, Rock ever like... Yeah, I'm trying to think if The Rock is... Imagine The Rock in a couples movie. I don't think that's something he's never done. Like a Mr. I, and Mrs. Smith reboot, but instead of Brad Angelina, it's The Rock... And, like, Cardi B. I don't know. Like, something different. <laughs> Cardi B? I don't know. Who's the most badass uh, action woman right now? You want The Rock and Ronda Rousey to be Mr. and Mrs. Smith? They don't... They, no. That doesn't seem like a hot couple. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to think of who is an action star, really, now. Who's they have so many? female star that's really attractive, that's really beautiful as well? Like, Scarlett Johansson? Yeah. Yeah, that's got to be it, right? Yeah, Scarlett Johansson. That ballpark. Is that the only one? Like, I'm trying to think of more. I think that's the only one. What? The only what? Scarlett Johansson may be the only She's the only one I can think of, literally. Let's see. Action star actress. Unless they, unless they find, like, Holly Berry or somebody. No, who is the... Oh, my God. Who is that? Uh, Jennifer? Maybe Jennifer Lawrence. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> this uh, is completely going off the rails. <laughs> gone off we the just, rails. This is your show, man. I go whatever, whatever you want, man. Oh man! All right, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just give a a couple of names, and you tell me. Uh, these are names from from childhood that people always say are their top three crushes. Okay. Okay. So what do I do? I say like one word back, or do you just want me to spiel on it? No, I just want you, after I say these names, I want you to say which one was your favorite. I'm going to name three names. Okay. Got it. 
Got it. These are what every 90s kid says is their crush. Uh, so I'm going to give you these three. You can either rank them or just tell me which one is your favorite, all right? Okay. We got Kimberly from Power Rangers. We got Kelly from Saved by the Bell. And we have Topanga from Boy Meets World. Kelly. Kelly? Okay. Out of three, I go Kelly. Okay. Why do you go Kelly so easily? Because uh, that's the only one I watched. Ah, okay. I'm telling you, I don't know. Topanga is... Topanga is... I didn't watch I... Boy Meets World at all. I remember that on the Disney Channel, though. The only show I watched on the Disney Channel was Smart Guy. Really? Hey, Smart Guy was kicking. I don't care. What oh, I love that show. I would, I would right. stop what I was doing and watch that show. So many shows. So, were you a Nickelodeon guy, a Cartoon Network guy, or what? Nickelodeon for sure. Nickelodeon. All so, of all that good burger. Of course, Keenan and Kel might be my favorite Nickelodeon show, just because it's just so ridiculous and wacky. Their intro was so awesome. I think Coolio oh. was doing it, dude. I don't know, yeah, but I just Coolio. remember that's that song was 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 awesome. I mean, it, I have like. You know, I got uh, all that's the Keaton and Kells. Even some of the Amanda show, a little bit. Oh, little the bit. Amanda show. Which just turned 20, like, last month. So, that's crazy that it just turned 20. And then, of course, SpongeBob is so quotable. Literally, I probably say a line for SpongeBob every day and not even mean to do it. It's just... Uh, I remember... I saw. I remember watching the first episode of SpongeBob. That thing was so hyped. I had to wait and watch it on television. I remember watching the first episode. Is that the one with the the nematodes and the? Uh, I, I forgot what happened. They, they don't even fucking remember. I just remember the pineapple. It wasn't a pineapple. I didn't see. And there was like some old raspy white dude talking all the time too. That's what I remember. You talking about the pirate? The pirate man. The Mr. pirate dude is the Crab. dude that plays Mr. Krabs, the Krusty Krab, Patrick Star, Sandy Cheeks, and then you got uh, Plankton, all those dudes. Oh, so if you were stuck with watching one show for the rest of your life from your childhood, because it would like probably make you more happier that you're stuck somewhere for the rest of your life, which show would you pick? Holy shit! Um. That's a great question. That's a great question. One show from my childhood that I would have to watch. <sighs> Snap, that's hard, man. I don't even know. I'm trying to remember what TV show I watched religiously. What about you? What's yours? Mine would Maybe how to say I'll say SpongeBob just because for one it's been over twenty years so I'm pretty right. sure out of all those I have a good episode and because of it's just so ridiculous it made me laugh because of how ridiculous it is that I won't be you know I'll be numb to everything around me. So. You know what? You know what? Show I'm gonna say this right here. This is gonna be funny. What uh, I'm gonna go with Ballers with the modern answer. <laughs> Okay, Paul. Okay. This is so over the top. I love it. It doesn't make any sense at all, but I love it. Um, now, I haven't even seen this show, but... <laughs> oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Double Dare. I want to watch Double, Double Dare, Dare okay. the rest of my life, because that shit was always popping no matter what. 
Really? Okay, that's what's up. You know they did come back with Double Dare. Nah, I don't want to ruin it. <laughs> well, hey. <laughs> I'm just, I, I know they had Double Dare, then I think they had Double Dare, and they came back in like 2000 or something, and now they have it now. So it was like... I like Double Dare. Double Dare was good. I could watch that. I'm trying to think of some nostalgic like game show stuff like that I really enjoy. The Hidden Temple. The yes, Hidden. that's the other one. Love it. Now, have you? This is a Cartoon Network show. Have you ever seen this show called Hole in the Wall? No. The only shows I watched on Cartoon Network, from what I remember, is probably Ed, Ed, and Eddie for a little bit. Yeah, and that was a good show. That was a good was show. Crazy. Oh, you know, it was also a very underrated show that I I just remember that I really really loved. What? Uh, um, Angry Beavers. Really? Okay. I like that. I like that Never show. Really the Angry Beavers. Huh? I never really get Angry Beavers when we talk about Cartoon Network. I always yeah. get like Teen Titans. Uh, was that on Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon? I just had to pop that up. Well, Angry Beavers was on Nickelodeon, but I'm saying I never really get that answer. Not even uh, I really rarely get. Uh, yeah, I'll give you the goat. I'll give you the greatest cartoon of all time right here. Okay. The greatest. Okay. I think I watched it on Cartoon Network. Uh, Tom and Jerry. Ah. Uh, Okay, that's the OG. Okay, that's the OG. Now you, you you got the coyote. I like those all the time. Tom and Jerry was something else. I used to watch it with my pop, my dad a lot. So that's probably why it's a little more sentimental. But I uh, also with the the Foghorn Leghorn guy always made me laugh. But in terms of Cartoon Network, I watched Aqua Teen Hunger Force. That's a little more fast forward. Um, but yeah, that's in terms of Cartoon Network. That's it. Do you have a favorite adult cartoon? Like a South Park or a Family Guy or anything. Oh like that. my God! You know what? That's the show I'd watch the rest of my life. Family Guy. Oh, I yeah. fucking love. I would watch Family Guy, and to this day, I, Sunday at nine o'clock or eight o'clock. Man, look after The Simpsons or American Dad or whatever st- stupid show they had to plug. Family Guy. That's my show right there. And I remember when it got canceled and pulled from Fox, and then it came back. Oh, great show. South Park is up there, too, because South Park Park is, man, that's 1A and 1B for me. Because I remember remember staying up Wednesday nights and Thursday nights. It all depends when the season premieres were. It's either Wednesdays or Thursdays. Remember, there's always middle of the week. I'd stay up to 10 o'clock and watch that new episode of South Park. Because that was a great show. So, Family Guy, Sundays off for Family Guy. And then during the week with South Park. That was the breakdown for me. I think for me, it'll be those two shows. And then like a, sne- a sleeper show is Futurama up there. That's a sleeper. See, I'm not a big Simpsons guy. Okay. So, I, but I, I like Futurama. It had its run, though. Like, it had like, it had some good seasons. That was the yeah. other show. They, that was the other show in the, in the Fox series. And then American Dad is done. That was pretty good. I'm trying yeah, to remember, I remember like why. Bob Burgers for a second or that show for a minute. I'm trying I don't know what else they have there on the on the sun on the Fox slate. I didn't really watch like the Bob's Burgers or the uh American Dads or the Cleveland show. I didn't really watch any of them. Yeah, I don't think you missed anything. I think like after Family Guy and they tried to do spin off, I was like, okay, I'm kinda I kinda just like Family Guy and that's it. That's it. I just keep this cast together. Just, now if if Quagmire has a show, I might think about watching it. Because Quagmire had a show. That show has to be online only. They need to de- just let Quagmire go all in. <laughs> it's gonna be about how many people he brings to his house and stuff. 
Huh? Be, but how many women he brings to his house? Exactly. Like that show, just let Quagmire just be an assassin. Yeah, I would love to name my kid Quagmire, but I know my girl would hate that. <laughs> well, you can name him, uh, what's Gwen? Is his Glenn. name? Glenn. 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 Yes. Glenn is such an unassuming name. Shout out, Glenn. That's why he go by Quagmire, because Quagmire is his Mac Daddy name, and Gwen is just Quagmire. It's just his, uh, you know, that's his name that he goes to work with. Can you imagine, like, I'm gonna call my son, hey, Q. I love it. I can see it. I can name one of my kids Quagmire. That'd be, that'd be amazing. Okay. You know, uh, our time is running short, but before we get out of here, do you want to uh, tell everybody where they can find you at? Yes, absolutely. Make sure to like, subscribe, share uh, the Primus Knowledge Podcast, obviously. But if you enjoyed my content, make sure to go at To Legit Show, T O O. Legit show all together. Instagram, YouTube. Uh, type that into YouTube, uh, Apple Podcast. Too legit with Alex Fernandez. You can find me on all the video platforms, all the audio platforms. I'm at Mr. Alex Fernandez on Instagram. I'm sure my guy probably will put all the information in the description. Course, but uh, give me a like, give me a follow. Uh, I'm always trying to put as much content as I can, and try to get some hot interviews as well. So I'm trying. I'm uh, put it out there. And Prime, this was awesome, man. Way to turn back the clock. You really brightened my day, actually. This is awesome. Talk about the old school times of YouTube, old cartoons and movies to today, man. You really, you made me feel proud of myself in a way. Now I feel really confident in myself there, Prime. That's I'm going to go talk to beautiful women right now. Thank you, Prime. One more thing before we get out of here. I got to talk to you because I seen this. When it, I seen this like whenever you posted. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know if you had this up anymore. It's an interview with you, that you did with Scott Hall. Oh my gosh, I was gonna put that up for throwback Thursday. Oh, oh, that had me dying. I was he like, just completely didn't give a fuck. I don't know, I loved it though. I don't, was that on your channel? Was that, or is that, am I just tripping? Did I see well, that recently? Channel, but I have the video, I have the video, I gotta put uh, it up. Okay, because I, I remember that vividly, and I probably haven't even seen it since you put it up, but it's so funny though. What 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 made it good? What what you like? What you like the most about it? It was like you're you're a jabroni, aren't you? <laughs> it's not like yeah. he said. <laughs> put me down real quick. I was like, hey, okay, all right, Scott Hall. <laughs> no, I, he said you're a marker, you're a jabroni. One of those he said, and he was like, he was like, yeah, yeah, just keep it moving. He was like, no, no, you're you're a jabroni. Uh, okay, Mr. Hall. <laughs> Something like, like that. Yeah, I'm a jabroni, Mr. Hall. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Cause I know you do any. I know you do like you know you did RBD, did Sasha Banks. So, mm-hmm. you know I like I like you know those are good things too that you you need more of. You deserve more. Yeah, I gotta put them. I gotta put all that stuff up again, and I gotta reach out to WWE PR man because they next time they come to LA, maybe I can grab a couple minutes with some people. Of course, of course. So, one last thing. This is the real last thing. All right. From everything we talked about today, what is one thing you want everybody to know about Alex? Hmm. That I have a big heart. Okay. Okay. I just want everybody to know that if you, if you think about me, that I have a big heart. Now, I, uh, it, it's a blessing and a curse. But I just okay. always try to lead with a big heart and be. Uh, and once it, when I do that, when I lead with my heart, like with a good heart, and I lead like. 
it, it, it helps everything else, whether it's the podcast or personal life. So I'll just say that. Big Heart. Okay. Mr. Big Heart Alex Fernandez himself, a.k.a. Smalls. So oh, Throwback. So, from me, from Alex, any last words will be jet on out of here. Oh, uh, for me? Yeah, any last words? Any last words? Subscribe uh, to Prime Nostalgia. Nostalgia. Subscribe to Prime Nostalgia. There it is. From me, from Alex, from all of the things we talked about today, I got to say, that's all. Prime time is all the time, and we are out. Look who we got, ladies and gentlemen. Does he really need an introduction, ladies and gentlemen? Look who I got here. The Intercontinental man right here, the guy who made the ladder match. Scott Hall, I got a couple questions for you, my man. Short and sweet. It's almost too sweet. No? You're going to let me hang in, Scott? There it is. Scott, my first question is about your son, Cody Hall. Do you work for the WWE? I don't. Yeah, I don't. I'm okay. just a... I'm I can a, tell because you you're a total jabroni. I'm an amateur? <laughs> yeah. Who should, I, who should I go to to get better? Total jabroni. I'm a total jabroni. Go ahead. What's your question? Cody Hall. New Japan. I heard of him. I heard, heard of him. He's yeah, pretty I hear, good. I good what, what's in store for him? I hear he comes from good stock. Uh, thank you. Yeah, that, that's the rumor. It's a rumor the going around. That's the rumor going on. What do you see in Cody Hall's future? Is it NXT? Is it working more in Japan? What do you see from Cody? What, what do you I need just to talked to him last night, and uh, he's he's making his mark in Japan. You know, I'm really proud of my son. He's always blazing his own trails. He's doing his own thing. Cool. And uh, so I love my kids. My daughter just turned 20 today. Damn. She's on an academic scholarship at, at college in Florida. So I feel pretty good. You know, my, you my kids are chasing their dreams, I'm, and I'm so happy. To me, I tell Cody, the only place to be is the WWE. But at the same time, I worked in Japan and Europe a lot, too. He's a young guy, so I encourage him to see the world and have fun, you know. The WWE ain't going nowhere. There it is. It's always going to be here. It's always going to be looking for talent. So that's what I encourage him to do. My last question. You get the same questions over and over again at WrestleMania, so I want to mix it up a little bit. Oh, okay. I'm going to try and mess with you a little bit. Here we go. So I'll try. If you're stuck on a desert island, yeah. would you rather have the hottest chick in the world but you had to eat McDonald's every day the rest of your life. Or a fat chick with so I take, a the, I take the hot chicken and McDonald's. Man, yeah. my man, same. Scott Hall, ladies and gentlemen. Scott Hall, man, come on! To the end.